0: Trevor Hall is one of those musicians that has absolutely been part of the soundtrack of my life. I'm so happy to be able to interview him here and get to understand where he gets the inspiration for all of his conscious music that I've loved for so long. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast and enjoy the songs that he performs for you live from his living room before we get started i want to talk to you guys about magic spoon cereal literally yesterday i was going to give my partner an opportunity to try magic spoon and she was like what's magic spoon i was like look low carb cereal high protein tastes just like the cereal we had as a kid but it's good for you and we can eat it actually and so i went to go give her a try and she tried it and she liked it and then soon enough the whole bowl was gone and i wasn't even hungry like this was like after we already had a big ass lunch and magic spoon is just that good and it's so much fun to be able to eat cereal again i was getting down on the fruity one uh which tastes just like your favorite fruity cereal from your childhood and they also have cocoa and frosted and blueberry all of the great flavors that you would want and all of the macronutrients that you'd be looking for as well as the natural ingredients that really support a healthy lifestyle healthy diet without all of the bad stuff that's in so much of the cereal out there right now so go to magicspoon.com slash aubrey check out the variety pack figure out which ones you like and then once you figure out which ones you like maybe you'll order just a bunch of those boxes or maybe you like the whole variety Uh, once again that's magicspoon.com slash aubrey Aubrey and use the promo code Aubrey at checkout and you'll get free shipping as well and also there's a 100% happiness guarantee Trevor Hall it's good to talk to you my man that's uh yeah man this is one of those special opportunities where I get to connect with somebody and well not in person (laughs) obviously we can't connect in person (laughs) but actually see your face and uh and connect with you and talk with you after you've been a part of the soundtrack of my life uh for, oh, man. for, for many Good, years. So oh, it's a real man. pleasure.
1: Thank you, man. Yeah, it's a it's an honor. It's an honor to um finally link. I know we were just talking about near misses and stuff and doing it in person, but I'm glad that we're able to at least do it at all, you know. Agreed. So agree Yeah, man.
0: So how is this how has this experience affected you? I'm friends with a lot of musicians and the entire landscape of your industry has changed drastically i mean for one yeah musicians aren't really selling music any anymore i mean it's really right. about the royalties you're getting from spotify and other platforms where people are consuming your music and the way that you guys were monetizing this was through your live shows and now right live shows just had the rug pulled out from underneath them and you know understandably so i certainly have my frustrations when i hear that you know concerts and things might not be open till 2022 which is a word that i got from the one earth live organizers who had right. st- talked to australia and that seems a little excessive to me but nonetheless like it's it's really caused a pretty dramatic shift for uh for musicians
1: yeah i mean um it's been very interesting uh just personally just going through it because we you know we had we had a a, a big spring tour set up. We had Red Rocks set up and, um, you know, we, we, we can't, we postponed it, I think about a month before we were supposed to go out. Um, and we postponed it, you know, and then now it, there's the question of even, you know, are is our, are our postponed dates going to be happening or not? Um, but my, my whole, kind of meditation with it all just at the moment is is just trying to take it day by day. You know, there's so many um, facts and, you know, being thrown around here and there. And every day, you know, every every other hour, there's almost like a new, you know, interpretation of what's going to happen and this and that. And um, at first, I was really kind of you know, I was taking on a lot of information. I was reading, you know, what I could and all this stuff. And then, um, I started to get just super, well, what if, what if, what if, and super overwhelmed. And, um, and I was just like, oh man, I have to, I have to put this down. I have to like really listen to what this time is teaching, um, us collectively, but also me individually, you know? Yeah. And so I just was I like, I support. just got to take it. Di- yeah. I just got to take it day by day and, um, do the things that can, or, you know, adapt and do the things that, um, lift me up and, and, you know, make my heart happy. And, um, so I'm just trying to, yeah, kind of be more in the present moment than before and worry about, you know, what is this, when am I going to go back out and blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of just putting that, um, over over there and and trying to be here in the moment and um, it's interesting because you're you're absolutely right with in regards to streaming and all this stuff you know not a lot of us artists are selling records anymore um everything's being streamed on spotify or apple music or i mean i personally can't remember the last time i like bought a cd you know right. so or, or where do you even uh, put it i mean what you yeah 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 where do i put it and like where do I get one? And like, you know, all this stuff. So There's some street um, hustlers in New York that are still slinging yeah. CDs,
0: but other than that.
1: Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, of course we are always focusing on our live shows. That's where, as far as, you know, uh, income was concerned, you know, I think for the majority of artists, that's where we focus our time. Um, so now that that's, you know, been taken away from us. Yeah. It's, it's scary. It's, it's kind of, it's interesting. It's, um, there's a lot of emotions that come with it. Um, but I think that as I think artists are resilient people and I think that, um, we're creative people obviously. And, and, um, You know, we're going to adapt and, and, I mean, we already have adapt, you know, with these online festivals and online concerts and, um, you know, my brother Nako, like, you know, doing like, you know, interviews you were on, I think you were on his medicine Mm -hmm. TV. It's like, you know, we're we're all adapting, trying to um, do what we can to make sure that we're able to continue to do what we love, you know? And who knows, you know, maybe um, maybe this time will um, force us into or push us into a new paradigm, which I already think it has, but of creativity and expression and how we express ourselves and um, how people receive and how we receive it. You know, it's, it's, there's a lot of different things that can happen. It doesn't have to be this huge... Kind of um, death, I think, for us live performers. You know, so Certainly that's the part not. I'm. Yeah, that's the part I'm. I'm interested in. That's the part I'm hopeful for, and that's the part I'm trying to witness. You know, from a. You know, just a, a calm space, not a not a space of panic or. You know sure. what am I going to do, and all this stuff. So,
0: well, that's the nature. Yeah. that's the nature of the human spirit: is that resistance creates adaptation. So, absolutely, everything yeah. can be perceived as a blessing, and this could be happening yeah. for all of us. And and that's just a choice that we make. You know, and and, right. uh, and I think that's that's definitely happening, not just in the music industry, but across the board. People are innovating, right. people are adapting, um, and I think we all have the personal sovereignty and responsibility to decide. Like, all right, how do I make this? For me, rather than happening to right. me, and right. and that can be more challenging or less challenging, uh, but that's the invitation that we all have, and uh and I think that's the opportunity that this presents. So, right in some ways, that's great. You know, even despite all of the tragedies, you know, I just found out my my family just got tested because um, they were starting to have some symptoms, and that's that's obviously scary. You know, and and all of these things yeah. are causing like a lot of people to reflect on. Their current state of health, their own practices, our economic sovereignty—like all of these things that we took for granted—now we get exposed and have to look at them fresh and be like, "Okay, like all of these things right. aren't, you know, aren't given; they aren't granted." You know, and and how right. do we, how do we make sure that we maintain our own individual health and happiness and all of the things that yeah. support us thriving? You know, right. regardless of whatever is happening.
1: Right. Right. I think that's part of the, um, the, that's part of the it's definitely The thing that I've been, I think most meditating upon during this time is obviously it's, it's a, a horrible, you know, situation for so many people, um, either with health or being laid off or, you know, whatever it is, but, um, you know, when things like this happen, there, there is this kind of equalization that kind of happens and all the, um, the categories and, um, separate, you know, kind of things that we've created as human beings that we take as so real and so permanent. They're all kind of burnt in a fire, you know? And, um, because with something like this, it doesn't matter if you're, a billionaire living, I don't know, in the Hamptons, or you're in a one-bedroom apartment, and, you know, it, it It doesn't matter who you are, um, no, and the, it doesn't matter vir- what...
0: The virus doesn't look at your resume.
1: Exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly, you know, and in that sense, it's quite beautiful, because we're able to strip down and, and get into the essence of who we are as human beings, and realize that we are all, in reality, the same, you know? Um, and that's kind of the gift of like, I feel like, uh, turning towards death or turning towards impermanence. And, um, it's definitely something that I've been thinking about, uh, uh, about a lot. It's been something that I've been writing about a lot. Um, and so, you know, that's where I, I, I think I find the, uh, the light and the darkness almost in a way, you know, it's, um, it's just, yeah, it's very interesting.
0: Yeah, it's almost like if we live our lives oriented towards the fear of death rather than towards the zest and the zeal and the passion for life, you know, I think we've got it a little bit wrong. You know, like mm-hmm. we're all going to die. That's it's inevitable. Right. You know, but to sacrifice yeah. our I, life to prevent the inevitable from happening in a way that we don't want, it doesn't doesn't really resonate with me, you know. And it doesn't mean that yeah. we can't take some precautions and be mindful and be, you know, just be circumspect about the situation. But there's, to me, there's a certain point where we got to say, all right, look, you know, there's tons of perils. This world is full of dangers, you know, big and small. And we can't continue, continually live in fear of these right. dangers we have to continue to live no matter what no matter if the bombs are falling like they did on london in world war ii mm. or whether the virus is coming or whatever is happening we still have to we still have to live
1: right 100 percent. yeah it's like i, I think ramdas said the uh, beautiful quote of like death is one of the greatest gifts in life that's like left unopened Hmm. you know we don't we don't turn towards it, you know, and it's just interesting it's it's a It's a paradox, as we would say <laughs> sure.
0: yeah and I, and I think you know for most of us the the view of death is you know very limited, and unless we've really mm-hmm. engaged in the spiritual path and have our own beliefs that we've generated even perhaps beyond beliefs into a knowing that all right, well, we are the unborn and undying part of our essence that's really who we are and this life is a temporary mm. experience then we can kind of reframe it and then it's like well certainly you wouldn't want to give up this the joy of this life to prevent something which is only real in one dimension of reality anyways
1: mm. <laughs> you know it's, yeah very true yeah yeah It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. So what
0: have you been, you know, what's been the, the poetry, the, the kind of the things that you've been drawn to that you've been writing about, you know, you kind of hinted at it, but
1: yeah, it's interesting because, because um, I was actually recording a new album. I was in North Carolina um, for about a month recording an album uh, with an incredible human named Brad cook, incredible producer. And, you know, when you're making an album, you're so consumed, at least for me, you're, I'm just so consumed in the process. It's really hard for me to look anywhere else. You know, it's like, you know, you wake up and you're just putting all of your energy and blood, sweat and tears and emotions, focusing it into this place. And um, I don't really have time for kind of anything else going on. You know, it's it's just kind of you're consumed. And, um, it was interesting being there because, you know, we started to hear more about COVID and, and, um, just kind of like, oh, there's a case. And I remember his wife came in one day. It's like, oh, there's actually a case in our County, you know? And it was like, wow, that's wild, you know, or, or, um, oh, they found more, you know, It but, but because we were so consumed in this process, it was, it was hard to kind of, you know, give it so much attention. But we finished the album and I remember um like getting on the plane to go back to come back here to Colorado and like getting in the airport and like everybody having like face masks on, you know. And I'm like, oh shit, like <laughs> is this like is this is this a little more serious maybe than I, you know, or have I I haven't even been paying attention to this like Gosh, I gotta like get on the horse, you know, in a way. Um, and then I flew back here to Colorado, and like I think it was like five or six days later, the stay at home ordinance happened here, and I was just like, whoa, like I just, you know, completed this whole album. Um, and I'm, you know, came back home. And now I'm like here at home, and this is this huge change to our whole society and world and you know the whole thing um and you know usually after an album i'm spent creatively i'm just like i just want to sit on the couch and watch you know shows and you know whatever relax you know Mm -hmm. but because of everything that was happening i had this whole other surge this whole other wave of creativity um just from i think thinking about everything going on and um it was, it was really kind of wild for me. And I found myself, and, and because we were like, stay at home, you know, like I couldn't go anywhere. So it was almost like I was so focused in my little studio here, just making music. It was the only thing I knew what to do or knew how to process my thoughts and emotions like during this time. So um, it's really interesting for me because we have this group of songs that we recorded in North Carolina. And then now I'm back here and i have this whole other group of songs that are inspired from this time of impermanence and you know me meditating upon those things you know death impermanence change um, and the fear of that but also the joy of that the joy of accepting that change that impermanence these these things and it's, it's kind of funny for me because I'm trying to, oh, like, do some of these songs fit with these other songs, you know, sure. i recorded? Like, am I going to have to, like, rethink this whole, <laughs> like, album, you know? Like, it's, it's just been a really crazy trip, you know? But now that I got back home, you know, most of the things, to answer your question more directly, you know, most of the things um, I've been writing about have been about, um you know this time has allowed me to dive even deeper into into my own practice and my own path and my own connection with my beloved or you know uh, spirit and I've really been inspired by that um that act of of you know diving deeper and and really you know, thinking about these things that in my everyday life perhaps I I think about here and there, but not you know mm. all the time. And so those are the things that are are kind of you know have been bubbling up in in my music and creativity. Um, so it's it's just been yeah, it's just been really wild. Um, I'm I'm really it's it's hard because I. I'm really thankful for this time. You know, being a musician that is constantly moving and constantly traveling and um, doesn't really have time for for a lot of other things. You know, um, all of a sudden, I'm able to cook my own food every day. Right. You know, I'm able to like wake up in my own house and like make my own coffee and like read a book. You know, like just little things, you know, or like I'm able to like sit at my own shrine and not in like a hotel room shrine, you know, like it's just all these things. And I've really noticed like, oh, bro, like you needed to slow down like way more than you thought, you know. And so there's this gratitude and there's this thankfulness for the time. But then there's this also weird feeling of, wow, I'm lucky to even have this like some people are tripping out right now you know some people they can't work they can't pay their rent they you know people in my own industry in the music industry that rely way more on live events you know because that's what they do you know every day every um you know they're all what are they doing and so it's it's just everything is it, it is is together you know, mm. and um, I've just been trying to sit with that, not push to either side, not reject one thing, accepting that I'm just trying to, you know, this is this is what it is, this is the dance, you know? Um, yeah. So it's been trippy, it's yeah, been trippy. No
0: <laughs> it's 2020 and the days of wired headphones and also like holding your phone up to your ear, that shit's done it's over so really you got to get the right kind of earbuds and Raycon has actually come out with some of the best earbuds that I've ever seen in my life and for me I have like funny shaped ears probably go along with my funny shaped nose but nonetheless like a lot of the earbuds don't exactly fit right and don't sit in my ear right Raycons do and great sound quality and it's just something that really all of us should get used to because it's a better way to talk on the phone and certainly we've all been talking on the phone a lot more recently being that we're quarantined at home and we can't see people the same way that we used to they've got a new model out the everyday e25 earbuds and those are their best they got six hours of play time bluetooth pairing is super easy more bass and it's a really compact design so the noise isolation everything is just on point for the e25 And there's a ton of celebrities behind Raycon. Ray J, Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, Brandy, J.R. Smith. The list goes on and on as far as people who are really backing this company. And I think you guys are going to love it. So go to buyraycon.com slash Marcus, and you will save 15% off when you give it a try. So once again, that's B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash Marcus, and check out your Raycon earbuds. You know, I noticed. Uh, I noticed you have some paintings of some of the the Hindu deities behind you. And oh, can you Kali see that? On, on Shiva and and yeah, you know, understanding that in some of the old mystical traditions, like there was a deep mm-hmm. understanding of the importance of the cyclical nature of things. I mean, mm-hmm. Shiva destroys, Brahma creates. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. the reason Kali has all of those necklaces of severed heads and arms right and, and all of these is it's she's destroying that which no longer serves right you know, that right. which that which is ready to be destroyed so it can be reborn and this right this nature of the cycle you know when you actually zoom out a little bit and just understand like ah oh, like this is all actually in the in the perfect flow, we just may not have the purview and the perspective to see it yet. But if we zoomed out to the eyes of spirit or the eyes of the divine, like we could look in and be like, oh yeah, best thing that ever happened. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in some yeah. in some way. It was just, it was mm-hmm. exactly what was needed. Is as, as much as it could be a tragedy on the individual level, but on this kind right. of larger perspective, it's that. And so I think it's about managing just the different purviews, the different perspectives. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I think I it's funny that you saw uh saw her there but you know being a lover of of the divine mother kali you know it's it's um these times are almost extremely they're extremely sacred to us you know because this is interpreted as you know um mother's dance you know it's it's um it it destroys our egos um it brings us again to a place of oneness, you know, um, and for somebody that is attached to their individuality and their ego and all these things, mother appears ferocious and scary, you know, but, um, to, to people that are trying to walk a different path, I guess, the backwards pilgrims, as we call it, (laughs) um, you know, they revere this almost terror. you know, they revere this, these things that bring us, into a place of oneness. So, um, I've been thinking a lot about you know Ma during this time. So it's it's yeah it's very interesting.
0: Mm. Well, mm. should we dive into some music and uh and see if there's anything oh, that uh that calls to you? Well, uh,
1: hmm, I just happen to have a guitar <laughs> right here. <laughs>
0: what are the chances?
1: What are the chances? Whoa. Um, Yeah, geez. Let's see here. Um, you hear that? Hear that? Those strings okay? I hear it well. Because I've been. Making new music, I've been playing a lot of it, obviously, because it's fresh and new. So, Uh, this is kind of a love song that uh, that's on the new album.
2: Rain it be falling from a monsoon. All of that water coming out of your mouth What do we see, where did we go? And darling, will we ever, ever realize Darling, will we ever, ever really know? I could see the mountains written on your skin And they were telling me something of where you've been I felt like we were meeting for the first time But I think that I've known you for a long, long while I think that I've known you for a long, long while I'm with you all of my days I'm with you all of my days I'm with you all of my days
0: called that a love song and it reminds yeah. me it's a beautiful song thanks for sharing that it reminds yeah, yeah. me of how you can read rumi's poetry i'm sure you've read some of rumi's poetry yeah plenty um, you read that and it sounds like he's writing to a lover like an, a physical mm-hmm. lover in the flesh but he's writing mm. to his beloved which is spirit yeah and and that very much could easily apply to that song right there like if your beloved yeah, and that f- song is is spirit that, that's exactly right be with you for a long long while <laughs> for all yeah. of your days you know
1: yeah yeah it's funny that you actually bring that up because you're you're definitely tapping into my meditation on this new record um for me because a lot of it, it it's interesting uh, uh in the past you know like i'm the type of writer I am, I tend to kind of be really abstract, you know, and um, downloading these whatever moods and images and feelings. Um, and and I haven't too much written about my own personal emotions, my own human emotions, because I, I tended to, in a way, thought that they were lesser, of, of lesser importance than um Whatever these other ideas I was bringing in, um, and this album—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's really changed for me. It's—it's it's quite the opposite, and I've—I was writing so much about almost every song. You know, was about my a human emotion or something I went through on a personal level, um, and by writing about those things and by expressing those things, I've actually, the line between human and divine is actually blurred. And it's been a really, (laughs) yeah. And it's been a really beautiful gift for me. And I always, you know, I think I kind of had it uh, a little bit twisted, you know, to to push these almost personal things away or, or not to give them as much importance as whatever else. So, it's really interesting that you say that because a lot of the love songs on, on this album, and there's quite a bit, um, I do feel like this is for, you know, the, that Supreme one and also for my beloved, you know, my, my wife or, um, or another person. And, and it's really blurred the line between that and that love has become kind of there's a oneness there rather than this kind of, separation but you hit the nail on the head
0: yeah i think that's something that ramdas talks about is that we can use the love that we have you know interpersonally to actually remind us of the love that we have for the divine right like we don't need to put these in separate categories like if you can fall in love with your he talks about falling in love with his dying aunt you know sitting on the hospital bed with her and and that love was a lever that allowed him to actually love the divine right more holy and it's the same reason that he mm. before he passed he had a picture of donald trump on his altar because he wanted yeah to, yeah <laughs> he wanted to love he wanted to love even the parts of the divine that were difficult for him you know right but you can't love the divine and just pick and choose you know right so you got to get yeah. to that get access to that state of love and then try and love try and love as much of it as possible and, uh... Yeah,
1: and I also think that it can be, you know, now that I've, I think that it can be quite dangerous to reject your um, human emotions. I feel like there's this thing that's happening today where with, with especially in the West where we're being introduced to these r- 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 spiritual traditions and paths, there's a something that's happening where we feel like, oh, well, we have to like, we can't be angry. We can't be sad. We can't be confused. We have to be in this elevated place. Like all the time. We have to take all that humanness and we have to like throw it away or push it down. And I am certainly guilty of that, you know. Um well there's a really big plane. Oh there's f- there's like fighter jet planes flying over as <laughs> well. Wow. Uh but um um it's interesting because when I look at the people in my life that I've met, that I've felt the most highest, I guess, uh, spiritual feeling or or godlike feeling when with them, they were the most human people I've ever met, mm. um, and I mean that in the greatest sense of the word, and. I don't know how I missed that, you know. I don't, yeah. you know, um and so it's been quite it's been really interesting to kind of turn around, I guess and be like, "Hey, hey, hey, you know, you can't um we have to go we have to go in and through the body. You yeah. know, that's our the path, and not a rejection." Um
0: Yeah, that's the portal.
1: Yeah, it's the portal, the bowels of India, they talk about this in and through the body and that's been something I've really been that's kind of the th- really becoming the theme of this album. You know, when I write an album or whatever, I don't really like have a before it's written. I don't really think like, oh, this album's going to be called this and it's going to be about this, you know. I let the songs come up. I let them speak and they kind of, you know, join together and the 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 message is kind of revealed to me and the past like you know couple months i'm like god i recorded all these songs but i still don't know what the you know what this album's going to be about or this and that and it's actually only within the last week or so that it started to really like that message of humanness and i don't know it's become very very strong so um it's a joy to talk about you know yeah um and flush it out because i haven't really talked about it with <laughs> yeah. anybody else except my wife you know so well, that's great man. yeah yeah, it's, yeah i've learned the
0: hard way that whenever i try to bypass my human emotions it doesn't mm-hmm. work it's just like sequest- it never works it's sequestering them in a little angry cage and then they just yeah. get larger and louder until they bust yeah. out of that cage and they come exactly. right out of your mouth from your stomach and they just yeah. start barking and just take yeah. over control and it's wild yeah you can't it just doesn't work that way this idea of yeah. excluding things rather than bringing things in and sending everything love even those angry emotions those depressed yeah. emotions all that like that's yeah. the way that's the way through is to really just honor that part of you that is human yeah. and and know yeah. that that human part is just as divine as absolutely anything that's happening in your plant medicine journey or uh, on your altar or wherever else you find mm-hmm. access you know to great spirit
1: yeah it's so it's really beautiful to recognize that and um it's just been something i've been working on you know for sure on my own personal path (laughs) all of us
0: yeah yeah i mean we make these hard lines between the sacred and the profane and then one day we're like but what if it's all sacred (laughs) you know
1: right right absolutely yeah absolutely yeah it's really special yeah no doubt Another song? Yeah, sure. Let's let's see here. Um, Let's do a little, this is one of my, kind of an older tune, but has has always been very uh, dear to me. It's a song called Still Water. for a sec. <clears throat>
2: Where the sweet moon song never lacked To back when the land was filled with your sweet euphoria That was a fact Back when I never ever counted kind of those leaves in the trees We jumped those seas Back when the fable was strong all night long Back when love was the key you see Where the boatman gave me your name Now I repeat it, constantly feed it I need it, all wise men seek it In my heart I keep it Now that the earth is turning real fast I hold on strong just to make it all last This storm it soon shall pass Give thanks and praise at last That house of song is ash Beoboom whispers from my past Tell them all the bird is leaving its cage Heard that word from a great, great sage on a different page I don't speak hollow These words are full, come follow And if you see tomorrow The rains will wash your sorrow Oh, oh, oh Oh, oh Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> Beautiful, man. That was beautiful. Thank you. That song could have very well been written for right now. <laughs> you know, like, there's so many parts of it. I was like, Oh, that's an old song, but it could have been yeah. written immediately and been
1: yeah. super applicable. It's funny how the songs, um, some songs come through at least for me, and I've you know I really don't have any idea of of what they're specifically about. You know, they give me a certain feeling, a certain mood. It's kind of like I don't know beyond words for me. But then you know, sometimes a month later, a year later, five years later. You know mm-hmm. the song kind of speaks its message and, and meaning or applies to the time I'm in. It's just music's so mystical that way. It's so mysterious and so beautiful. Um, but yeah, I I get it. Yeah,
0: I think it's it highlights how the when you really tap into any form of art, you know, that's mm-hmm. why art is timeless because it's tapping into mm-hmm. these undercurrents that are that are common and that will resurface cyclically like that song will be applicable now and in some other situation and also in the quiet in-betweens but there's going to be certain points where you'll pull out different parts of it and be like oh yeah that's that means this and that's what any good art does is you apply your own framework and then Mm. you find different hidden meaning and magic in
1: Mm -hmm. what's in there yeah it's so true it's so true i mean i sing songs from you know, in my own practice or whatever, sing songs from like fifteenth century poets, you know. Mm-hmm. So almost, you know, five hundred years later, you know, those songs carry a message in this present time or um whatever it may be. It's just it's it's so beautiful how the sound and words can transcend time and language and yeah, it's it's special. Mm-hmm.
0: If you're listening to this in the month of May, you're gonna find yourself at some point in our rolling semi-annual sale. So for those of you who know our semi-annual sale, it's our second biggest sale of the year, but because of different supply issues and because of the situation we're in right now, we're actually extending this and rolling this out with different categories all throughout the month. So up until May 10th, we have 25% off all of our supplements, Alpha Brain, Total Human, Total Gut Health, Shroom Tech Sport, Creole Oil, Creatine, Total Hemp, New Mood, everything 25% off up till May 10th. And then nutrition, Which I'm extremely excited about starts on 511 to 517, and that's gonna be 20% off. And we also have a brand new product, which is the Protein Power Puffs that we've been working on. Forever, and that's coming out in the supreme pizza flavor. And these are awesome. The macros on these are great. They're super high protein, super low net carbs. So great to support a keto or high protein lifestyle, and just a delicious, savory snack. And of course, Rogan's favorite fat butter, the whey protein, the plant based protein on an MCT oil, all of that is going to be 20% off from 511 to 517. We have all our apparel, accessories, and gear from 518 to 524, up to 50% off. So you can really stock up on all the best on it gear. And then finally, at the end of the month, we're going to get a resupply shipment. If everything goes well of all of our fitness products, it's been like a global kettlebell shortage, and we're going to say it stops here. It stops here, everyone. You can get your fucking kettlebells and all of the on it fitness equipment starting 525 to 531 at 18 percent off so you can stock up for your home gym and i know a lot of us have been really working out a lot at home and this is just going to give you a great opportunity to make sure that you are ready anytime that you want to work out at home and really look if you don't have a kettlebell all you need is one kettlebell and follow primal swolger or get the Onnit six kettlebell program and you're good like your fitness is covered kettlebell is like a gym in a single unit and of course the mace and the clubs and the ropes and the hydrocore bags and everything else that we have is also phenomenal so check that out if it's 525 to 531 and get your 18 percent off and please navigate through onnit.com slash aubrey to make sure people know that you're supporting the podcast thank you guys so much i hope you guys enjoy all of these onnit products and thank you so much for all of your support during these times it means a lot not only to myself but also to all the employees and everybody working hard here at onnit what is the symbolism of the bird to you because a lot of us on the on the spiritual path have you know different meanings that we associate with uh with that kind of animal spirit.
1: Yeah, well I think the bird is um f- for me the bird is 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 um it's many things, but you know I think among all it represents you know, freedom because of being able to fly in the open sky, mm-hmm. you know, um, and traverse, you know, lands and, and but also because of that, um, be, because of its position in the sky, it also represents kind of this eternal witness, mm-hmm. you know, this eternal, the, the eternal watcher, you know, in a way. We don't even know it's there you know, sometimes because we're so involved with what's in front of us or what's here on this ground level, but the bird can see many things at once, you know, um, and it has no boundaries, you know, it, it's, it, it represents a free soul, you know, um, the, 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 the bowels of India, the mystical singers of Bengal, they, they, um, relate they, they they sing songs about the the bird in the in the heart you know and um how their music and their song they're trying to catch this unknown bird that's flying in and out of their their being um you know whether that represents the breath or the spirit or um you know it's just it has that kind of um, it also kind of has that like loneliness i feel like to the bird not in like a negative way right but the bird um goes alone you know and we come into this world alone and we leave this world alone you know speaking of um 15th century you know indian poets that i like to sing about uh, one of my favorite kabir bhajans is this this beautiful bhajan that's Called Ujjayga Hansa Akela, and and the translation is talking about um, the bird. the 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 bird will go alone, right? The bird will go alone. The bird, the soul, the bird of this soul will go alone. It will look on this world as a mere fair. Um, uh, that one is is yeah. It's, it's alone. It, it it's just freedom. It's mm-hmm. that kind of unknown. Entity, I don't know. Yeah. Um it's almost like alone
0: and with everything are mm -hmm. are like are the same. (laughs) You know, it's like by being alone it's lost the attachment to these kind of earthly relations and these earthly constructs. But in doing so, losing that attachment, it's able to connect to the universal, Mm -hmm. the sky that wraps around the entire earth. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah, I oh I like that. Yeah that's real. that's beautiful that's really beautiful it's so true so true because of its it's it can't hold anything too you know the bird just it's it it can't uh i mean sure a bird can make nests and you know gather provisions and stuff but when the bird is in the sky flying free like a, you know it's it's um it's left everything mm. but be, but because of that it's almost gained a greater vision you know so yeah, it's I sing a lot about the bird, <laughs> the unknown bird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a it's a central position in most spiritual traditions. You know? Absolutely. Whether yeah. Whether it's the eagle, the condor, the raven, you know, right. whatever, whatever bird is, you know, kind of dominant in the ecosystem, yeah. certainly has yeah. plenty of poetry and songs and you know incantations mm-hmm. and and different uh, hymns sung about it for sure.
1: Yeah, and you know, in India too, the swan, mm. um, it, they they call a great soul a paramahamsa, which means like a great swan because the swan can separate, you know, milk from water. It can take the the essence, the nectar, and leave the kind of um, the, the unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, the unnecessary things behind. So there's so many beautiful. Um, yeah, so many beautiful meanings yeah yeah
0: you've mentioned you know your affinity for the indian traditions and obviously i mentioned Mm -hmm. the paintings that are behind you for those of you who Mm -hmm. are listening um what other spiritual traditions and practices have you used to kind of give you insight to be able to both live your life and also create your art
1: yeah it's really interesting because i grew up in a really small town in South Carolina, like, you know, very touristy place. golf and tennis. And that was kind of the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I didn't think in like a million years, you know, I'd be like, you know, go- going to India every year and being influenced by these wrathful deities or something, you know, <laughs> uh, it's just so, it's just kind of a trip, you know, but Um, it's been a beautiful journey I mean um, in a way I didn't really have a choice you know it just kind of happened and I got the bug and um, and was was pulled into it all Um, but ever you know even before that to answer your question like even before that when I was like a young kid I was always interested in like other ways of living and like I remember as a kid, I was really into karate. And I think it just represented like, I don't know, like a path, you know, like a a spiritual path in a way. And another culture that was so different from mine. I remember I was so obsessed with like Jean-Claude Van Damme when I was like a kid. And I would like watch like all of his movies. And one of my favorite movies that he did was called Kickboxer. I don't know if you ever saw it. It's like a really old movie. Yeah. It's like such a good movie. Oh my God. But like, you know, the movie takes place in Thailand and he's like, finds this like little Thai, like guru in a way that like teaches him not just about martial arts, but about meditation and, you know, these things in the jungle of Thailand and i remember that was just my favorite movie i was just so attracted to that um i don't know lifestyle in a way you know so i definitely had these hidden kind of um desires for for or or hunger for uh, a deeper meaning
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then when i got onto um when I kind of got into the Indian traditions and stuff, it just kind of exploded for me. And, you know, most of my influence does come from, um, the traditions of, of Bengal and, and, um, the mother worship and, and these kind of mystical saints as like Kabir and Sri Ramakrishna and Neem Karoli Baba. And, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I was just so attracted to these people, you know, Um, but from that, you know, has become such a great respect for all, um, traditions. And, and, and I found myself having the blessing of being, being introduced to so many different flavors of divine love, you know, um, for instance, being in Australia and, um, hanging out with Xavier Rudd and doing these Aboriginal, like men's ceremonies with him, um, hanging with my brother Nako, who's brought me into, um, so many incredible indigenous circles, um, whether in Hawaii or right here in, on Turtle Island, you know, in the mm-hmm. States, um, you know, meeting just grandma, Lakota grandmothers right here in, in, in Colorado, um, it's it's just it's been a really beautiful um painting of the spirit for me. and I've never tried to um, cut any branch off the tree. you know, I've tried to just let each branch grow and um uh, one a, a great teacher of 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 mine and in, uh, in India said you should never you should bring everything in. You should never exclude anything Mm. on your path. You should just bring it all into the heart um, and and be like a honeybee, you know, and take a little nectar from each flower and bring it into your hive, you know. Um, And I've really valued that, you know, and and I've just been really blessed to be inspired by or be introduced, you know, be brought in to so many different um, ways of talking to the spirit, you know, and... And through that process, you know, I've, you know, it's really, I've really learned that we're all kind of, I believe, you know, we're all kind of calling to the same thing, you know, and um, just in different ways or different languages. And um, one of my most, one of my favorite parables of Sri Ramakrishna is he says, you know, in India, they have all these ghats, right? These stairs that lead into the holy river, the Ganga. And he said, you know, at one got like at a Muslim got they call the water like um, pani, you know, at like a Hindu got they call the water jal At an English got they call it water. But are you going to tell me that the pani is different from Jal and the jal is different <laughs> from water? You know, it's the same river. You know, yeah. Yeah. so we're all approaching it in our, in our own. We're all bathing in it in our own ways, in our own expressions, and it's just been so beautiful i just feel so lucky i just feel so Great. grateful to just be introduced to the elders that i've been introduced with and um because it, yeah. be,
0: it may be many paths up the same mountain but each path has its yeah. own virtue and its own poetry and its own beauty in its own way you know we're all getting at the same thing but the path that by which we get there has its own mm. you know kind of grandeur
1: absolutely you know and and I just feel like we all have to stop with this sep this this categorization and discrimination and we have to look at this bigger picture, you know. Like we Sri Ramakrishna says we have to cut off the head and the tail and take the essence, you know. Um and um I just that's what music does for me. You know, music erases all those borders and all those lines and everything is is burnt to ash, you know, in Mother Kali's holy cremation ground, you know, and that ash is, is it's all, it's the same. And, w- and what do we do? The Babas and Sadhus of India, they anoint themselves with that ash. They cover themselves with that ash. And um, that's, music for me is that kind of cremation ground, that holy cremation ground where everything disappears. All these distinctions and all of this bullshit of just you know it just all goes away and I'm not even thinking anymore and that's why it's so healing for me it's such a healing gift and I just feel so grateful and so lucky that I'm just able to be with music or have something like that in my life whatever it may be art or storytelling or um but I don't know. I don't know if I'm going off tangent, but no. I just got yeah, really, I, mean, I, I just that's... got really inspired, Aubrey. <laughs> 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 that, that, that
0: gratitude for the gratitude for everything that we have access to is just such an yeah. important signature of how mm-hmm. we can apply to our life, and it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning. Like, can we be grateful for this quarantine and for COVID? And mm-hmm. can we be grateful for everything that we have and the time that you get to spend reading and the time you get to spend at home it's just so yeah. much about what you focus on you know and if, mm-hmm. if you focus on the things that we get, we're grateful for the quality of our life is going to be immensely impacted right by that right. and that's a choice because we can focus on the negative and the shitty parts or we can focus right. on the beautiful parts
1: right yeah yeah it's it's all a matter of our own perspective that's you it. know
0: it. Truly. So one of, one of the songs yeah. one of the songs that you have um that's been particularly impactful to myself and a lot of other people is your song Forgive. Uh-huh. And I think that offers a universal truth again like gratitude, you know, the choice for gratitude. Right. The understanding that, you know, forgiveness is such a crucial part both for ourselves and for other people in order mm. for us to actually move forward and not carry the weight of these grievances mm-hmm. anymore. So, do you mm-hmm. have any kind of personal story associated with that song that kind of led you to write it or led you to feel it?
1: Yeah, 100%. That's, it's, you're, you're just kind of like in the zone, bro. You're just <laughs> like, you're good at this. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> um, I haven't played that song forever. Um, but, um, it's so funny because it's so in line with what we're talking about. Because that song was written. Um, well, I, I went to Australia uh, and I did a huge month-long tour of Australia with with Naco. Actually, um, it was my first time touring over there, and I was really grateful to him for bringing me over. And I just played solo. I opened up his concert solo, and but we went everywhere. It was wild. I mean, we went all over the East coast into the middle of Australia. Then we flew over to Perth, Margaret river. Like we were really being thrown into it. And, um, it was a really powerful time. It was a really beautiful month. Um, just feeling the spirit of that land and the people. And, and at the end of the whole thing, you know, the tour got done and, um, this festival was happening in Byron Bay called the Uplift Festival, um, and I was invited to play the festival. And um, it wasn't just like a music festival; it was it was just kind of like a, a big gathering. And these people flew in Indigenous leaders from all over the world. I mean, um, they flew in members of the um, the. The, the 12 grandmothers, the council of 12 grandmothers, um, they flew in the Tibetan Gyoto monks. I mean, they wow. flew in, they flew in two like uh, shamans from like the Kogi people in South America. I mean, it was just like this huge thing. And then of course they had all the local um, aboriginal mobs, you know, tribes um, there. And then they had us white folk who were pretty responsible for ruining their <laughs> Aboriginal communities or sure. native communities. And they also had um, and being there learning about it. They also had Aboriginal communities come together for the first time in a long time, you know, that, that didn't get along with each other, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it was just this huge like meeting of rivers. Um, And there was a lot of different panels and a lot of different discussions. And, um, so many times I just found myself in tears just from the overwhelming emotion of what these, what was being said, you know, um, and people weren't holding back, you know, these elders were talking about their, the pain that their communities have faced and, um, the joys and, um, where they are now and, and their outlook on the present and also the times to come. And it was just, a, it was a lot. It was a lot. And, um, I played there, whatever. I don't know why I was there. You know, I was like, just totally like learning so much, you know, but I, I, I had a, a set, I guess there and and spoke on a few different panels, but I really felt out of my, you know, out of my out of place because because these there was just so many amazing amazing people there and I remember we flew back from Australia I flew back home at that time I was living in uh, Connecticut with my wife and her family and I sat down you know I'm all jet lagged whatever you know I'm awake at like super early in the morning and I just sit down at my at, at my at my computer and with my guitar and the song just like came out in like an hour. I mean, it was, it was, you know, it was so fast. It was just like all the emotions that I had from this conference and everything just, Oh, just like poured out of me. Um, All these images that I felt, all these feelings, all these emotions. And um, it just, it really embodied that, the mood of that of that place for me being mm-hmm. with all those elders and um the level of forgiveness that was happening not only between you know us westerners and and their tribes but also between their own tribes or um sure between us and the earth you know um it it was just so heavy it was just so so heavy and that song was just kind of born from that um, born from that experience you know um, yeah. yeah it was it was really in, it was really intense it was very intense but again just I just felt so lucky to to, to be there and, and meet the people that I did yeah you know what's, yeah
0: what's the hardest thing for you to forgive yourself for
1: Wow, Aubrey, are we really gonna go there? (laughs) Yeah, man,
0: we got to finish strong. Um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The lighters are up. (laughs) Oh man. Um, I just find it so interesting that sometimes it's so easy to like forgive other people, but it's so hard to forgive ourselves of things. It's just so interesting, you know. Um, And even if we did something to somebody else, you know, and they forgive us, we still don't forgive ourselves for truth you know, doing that to the person. It's just it's just so interesting. Um but I think that honestly like one of the things that um I've really held on to and I've even talked to him about it and um He's total, you know, he's like, whatever, you know, but, um, it's when I was, when I was young, I was really, really, um, really, really hard on my dad and really, um, just mean to my dad. Just, I know, I know we're all, you know, we all are, we are kids and we go through adolescence and rebellion and all this stuff, but, um, my dad never wavered, you know, my dad, um, showed me so much love and so much support um through all of my adolescence and 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 for some reason I I, I I couldn't accept his love as as um in in my teenage years i just rebelled i rebelled so hard against him and um just said you know just Hurtful things, you know, mm. and um, my wife always joke, you know, she's I have a really good memory, like an, an abnormally good memory, <laughs> and she's like, How can you like remember that? Holy, cra-, you know, like I bring stuff up, like a full conversation, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, but you know, it's a blessing, but it's also a curse in a way because there's a, I, I can I can really hold on to things, sure. you know, um, in my emotional body or mental body, and Um, I just wish that, you know, I could go back and take away a lot of those things that I said to my dad, you know, um, but you know, now it's, it's, we have an incredible relationship where, you know, where I just love him so dearly. He loves me dearly. And I don't think he even remembers, you know, the majority of stuff, you know, but, um, He just never wavered. He just continued to show me love, and I think it's that regret of just like, of just like hurting, or or hurting somebody that, um, just continually showed you love. It just wasn't a good. It wasn't a good feeling. It could have been anybody, but it just happened to be my dad. And I just, yeah, I just wish I could take some of those things. I wish I could forgive myself and just be like, hey, bro, you were a kid you didn't know what was up and down, you know, like if I can, t- you know, but for some reason it's just, it's just difficult. It's hard for me.
0: Well, forgiveness is a, is a practice, you know, and practice makes yeah. sense So like, it's something that we have to continually do. And I think yeah. for me, one thing I've identified is like, if you can reframe it, that's like the antecedent to forgiveness. Like you have to get there mm. first to, to have some gratitude for it. Like understanding that you being rebellious and kind of lashing out against your father allowed him the opportunity to stay steady in spite of that, in spite of that kind of action that you've, that you were taking and Mm. that opportunity for him to stay steady then taught you that it's possible to stay steady Mm. even when someone is coming at you in an unfair Mm -hmm. way. And that's a, Mm. what a beautiful lesson of the divine masculine, right? Yeah. It's like to just stay steady even if someone is, doing their own thing and and then that gift not only does he get to know that about himself but you get to know mm-hmm. that about the masculine archetype and actually have a somatic mm. understanding of that so like mm.
1: how perfect right and then yeah, from there I and mean, that's really beautiful
0: yeah from there it's like okay maybe i can forgive now this week next week i'll right. have to go back and redo the same exercise again <laughs> yeah yeah I know, it's myself so true for
1: it too. yeah that's really beautiful i that i like that the steadiness you know the gift of steadiness um i've met to be honest i've never really thought about it like that and yeah it's it's so true it's so true it's just that um forbearance i guess Mm. such such an incredible virtue you know no doubt yeah well you want to
0: bring us home with a song my man
1: yeah um Shoot, I wish I could play forgive. I, I haven't played it in so long. I'm worried I'll, um, you know, I'm worried I'll mess it up. But maybe I should play. Don't worry, maybe I'll I should... forgive you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe I should play something a little more uh, sure that I know. But should I try it and just see how far I it's get? It's up to you, or brother. Whatever, whatever, okay. whatever. Spirits, okay. tell you. I, to play. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to mess up your uh, podcast. Um, Impossible. Yeah. yeah, it comes pre messed up, so it doesn't. There's hopefully, no for, yeah, hopefully you'll forgive me. <laughs> um Gosh.
2: Yeah. A song coming up on the earth, open up strong, and we learn. Never done. Never do we.
1: That's about as far as I got. It brought <laughs> I me back. The next brought me back to it. <laughs> well, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna have to like record it in a video and send it <laughs> to you personally as a gift. Be like, this is this is your gift. Oh, uh, let me let me let me play something that I uh, that I'm a little more familiar with. I'm sorry. All, um, good, All good. Let's see. So this is a uh, this is um, this is called uh, Moon Sun, and um, you know this song is really kind of about. It's kind of taken on a new meaning too, just with everything. You know, we've been talking about what I've been thinking about during this time, and impermanence and, and all this stuff. Because this song was really kind of inspired by what they call in India and in yoga, the Atman, the the, the the place within the heart that is eternal, it it's it's birthless and deathless and you know, can't be cut, can't be burnt, can't be wetted, you know, it's described like this. Um that eternal space, you know. And uh, the song is kind of about the the jubilation of remembering that, that that's within us and celebrating that. Um you know between the moon and sun this life is never done you know just through all our days through all the passages of time you know through all of our all of our own births and deaths you know that um we are actually we actually house this eternal i think being you know and the quality the main quality of that you know space is love is is just pure um unending love so that's kind of what this this song is about and and, th- and and thinking about it in respect to these times of every you know us all kind of thinking differently about our lives and and how long we're gonna be here and this and that and blah 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 um, it's definitely given me a new kind of spark so anyway moon Sun
2: Like a river, we let it flow. Still hot like a volcano. Mother Earth still got my soul in the hot, in the cold, in the rain, in the snow, Hello, Wish on a butterfly. Wing. Take that crown, put it on that king. Sing like a child, no care for opinion. We love across out the mundo. So bountiful, pull it back and let it go like ocean wave. We're powerful. Constellation magical So this love Still holds true Now what you gonna do I won't give up On you I won't give up on you Between the moon and sun This life is never Done I won't give up on you I won't give up On you Oh uh, no I won't give up on you Sit up, sit up, sit up, my love. Oh no, I won't give up on you. Yeah. Oh no. I stand up, I put my hands up, root down strong like Mauna okay. Kea. In the ocean, holy motion, ride that flow, i see you later. In the park of Shangri-La, I see my mind standing holy. All those colors filled with glory, open up and hear the story. Oh, this love still holds you, now what you gonna do? I won't give up on you, I won't give up on you. Between the moon and sun This life is never done I won't give up on you I won't give up on you This love still holds you Now what you gotta do I won't give up on you I won't give up on you Between the moon and sun This life is never done I won't give up on you I won't give up on you
0: yeah That's awesome, <laughs> everybody yeah, out there man. everybody out there don't give up on yourself don't yeah give thanks don't give up on anybody <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's go there's always there's always a chance there's always hope yeah. there's always love available around whatever mm-hmm. dark corner you're in you know
1: so true even when we want to give up on that space it never It it's always there. there you know still yeah there. still there yeah well
0: this is yeah, awesome man, man.
1: Oh man, I am so so grateful that we were able to um make it happen during um during this time, but I, I hope that we get to yeah, link in person when, when all this is over and no doubt. Um I'm yeah, I'm just grateful for the grateful for the opportunity yeah, man. To, to chat with you. Likewise. Yeah.
0: Likewise. Anything you wanna point people to as far as uh,
1: any obviously um, no shows,
0: so music coming up or, or anything you're doing on, on the internet?
1: Yeah, we're um, we are you know like I said we we recorded this album um, and we're we're slowly starting to release some singles. We have a single out now. I did with um, my brother Brett Denon called "Put Down What You're Carrying." Um, but as the months kind of go on, we're yeah we're gonna keep your eyes open. We're gonna be re- releasing a few more songs that will lead up to the release of the album, and um, we're ho- hoping to release the album this fall sometime. Um, which is exciting but um yeah just uh, all my information trevorhallmusic.com i'm I'm trying to do as many live streams as we can right now to keep the music flowing on instagram and facebook but that's that's about that's about it um yeah just trying to do one thing at a time beautiful man well, real <laughs> pleasure to connect with you brother I'm yeah man to, i'm super I'm grateful thank you person. so much thank you so so much man yeah all the best to you same to you
0: take care everybody peace thanks for tuning into the podcast with trevor hall of course check out his music on spotify and anywhere music is streamed or
1: sold and i love you guys i'll talk to you next week